0: i'm great how are you doing good and things have been good good summer
1: great summer i well the weather you know
0: Yeah, (laughs) now. the the bummer summer the bummer
1: (laughs) summer i can't believe how what a bummer summer it was but uh but otherwise it was really great and i just booked a vacation to st lucia in february
0: you did yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm so jealous that's that's one place i've never been yeah Yeah.
1: so yep kids Kids, the whole shebang—grandmas, both grandmas, <laughs> grandpa, <laughs> uncle—it was the whole family. Wow, I know be it'll be—it'll yeah. be really fun. Yep. But yeah, things are Amanda, good.
0: Amanda Latendra went to had a really great
1: trip to St. Lucia. You should reach oh, out to her. Okay, Ask her,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll have to—I'll have to get her the yeah. scoop. The scoop. How was your summer? It was great. Went to Block Island, which was a really nice Ooh. experience, and ate a ton of seafood. So that was oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got, then, a little- <laughs> I got a little sick. <laughs> that have- was
1: from the oysters, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Although yeah. I
0: did have a dozen oysters that <laughs> night before. But anyway. But yeah. So we have a great podcast episode. We
1: do. Yes, we talk to. Cynthia Peterson, Jean Marie, Free, Jean Marie, Jean Freeman, <laughs> Anna Marie Carlson. Yep. And we talk about their trip to Ecuador through Medlife so great they'd really it was like a seven-day trip
0: by the end of the conversation we were talking to Cynthia and we were like so how do we sign up she was a little bit (laughs) I mean definitely a lot I guess there's a lot of interest in it and we were by the end of that talk very interested I
1: know I'm pretty sure sure I gave her my credit card I don't know it was uh, amazing (laughs) yeah I know it sounded really good And, and it's really cool that the it was partially supported by the hospital yes. and the one thing I learned is that we have community service hours that I didn't really understand we talk about it in the podcast but it's like we they're not paid hours but you can get them as unpaid
0: correct you can have them as an unpaid time off in your in your chronos or whatever mm-hmm. you use yep. for scheduling and yep. it's supported by the hospital
1: yeah so that's really cool and that i had no idea about and then the yeah, I really um, that. yeah it was a really uh, great opportunity and they seem to take full advantage of it and i'm excited to see uh where they go next exactly yeah so let's hear what they have to say yeah yeah all right thanks leslie always good thanks, to see you <laughs> Can introduce themselves and where they work and go from there.
2: Yeah. So I'm Jean, I work on Shet 4. You also work at the uh, Cancer uh, Center. <laughs> at the Cancer Center. In, in <laughs> care. And i was I
3: Jean who works everywhere.
0: Jean <laughs> who works everywhere, yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm Anna, I work in the emergency
4: department.
1: Awesome.
4: And I'm Cynthia, I'm assistant manager for the resource department.
1: Great. And so, uh, tell us about the program and what you guys did, and let's we'll just get started there. Yeah.
4: So, our group uh, was seven people. Or there were seven nurses from our organization that went to Ecuador, Riobamba, Ecuador, with an organization called MedLife. Uh, MedLife stands for Medicine, Education, and Development for Low Income Families Everywhere. And we joined a group of students from Vermont Tech Nursing and their dental hygiene program. And there are 12 um, students and faculty who made up our 19-person group. So we went with this organization, MedLife, and the Vermont Tech Group, and we um, volunteered for the week in Ecuador. We, we went to different towns and villages and communities and set up mobile health clinics. We worked with physicians, nurses, dentists, a dietitian, and saw patients. And we also did a development project on the last day. So very dynamic week lots of service work, lots of learning. Um, and I think that's a good maybe overview to get us started.
3: That sounds wow. awesome.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. What made you interested in this, Anna?
3: I've always wanted to do a project like this. Um, I can remember being back in, it was probably around high school when I was getting ready looking for colleges. And I always thought it'd be fun to do something that was nursing related and where I could go and Probably explore a different country and work with some folks in some uh, impoverished country.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, and Yep, yeah. I saw the ad that they were advertising, and I've done, I've done volunteer work in Romania a couple of times with the orphanages with a different organization, and I just wanted to do it again. It sounded so positive and, and something I would be interesting. And you thought maybe you'd do it again. Actually, you liked it so much. It was so impactful. It was just more than I could even imagine. Life changing. Yeah. Don't make me cry. I know you're. (laughs) That's easy to do though. (laughs) Really, really. I mean, I think everyone can tell you on the trip it was really life changing because I think with COVID, everybody was getting kind of like needed some uplifting. This was very uplifting, very positive.
1: Yeah. You kind of told us about like the overview. Kind of take us through a day of of your experience you can go Cynthia
4: I mean we had different kinds of days like okay um maybe I'll I'll walk us through like the reality tour day and then maybe they could each take on like a clinic day or like the development day but and maybe just initial it like we arrived kind of sleep deprived and settled into our hotel and kind of got our bearings. But I think something that MedLife did really well um, was to have this reality tour day where they brought us around to a local health clinic. We talked to a local provider about some initiatives that they're doing in the community, specifically to reduce maternal mortality, which was a really interesting project. If Jean or Anna, if you want to like share about that maybe. But that first day for the reality tour was very educational. It gave us a good sense of place, the communities we were serving, and helped us realize the the sustainability of what MedLife is doing and the impact that we're making And working with local community leaders and local providers and the importance of
3: that. Um, I think that was one of the most interesting things we saw. It was a chart that they had. It almost looked like a bullseye graph. (laughs) And it had, at the center was where the hospital was located or the clinic was located, and then it showed distance-wise how far away each mother that was expecting that month, how far away she was from the hospital. So wow. they had sort of an idea of like what, how to be prepared and if they perhaps needed to go and meet that mother where she lived or if it was going to be possible for that mother to be able to come to the clinic to have her child. Or if in some cases, they were having twins too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they had like
4: different color coding system and acuity levels. So I think red was high risk blue was low risk or teenage pregnancy. Like there were different color codes and patient like chart numbers on the stickers so they could identify who was who and where they were located in comparison to the clinic.
1: And then are they able to get to the clinic? Do they all have like births at home like how does that work
4: they shared about um parteras which are midwives and traditional healers in the area that the clinic collaborated with
2: and they hadn't had a, a maternal, maternal death in how many years was 11
4: that? 11 years they said they hadn't had a maternal death in 11 years
0: um, and prior yeah. to that it was wow. it was higher than that like so prior I to this guess. Being in place yeah
4: i mean they didn't tell us like pro like exactly what Was going on, but they did explain the impact of one maternal death and how that ripples into the community and how big of a deal it is and why that is their primary focus at this point. They did also share, like, a future project was to support better support mental health and with a special focus on depression and suicidal ideation and trying to support people better because of that. Um, But the maternal mortality project was the biggest focus of the health clinic that we visited on that reality tour day.
0: And did you guys see other kind of health issues while you were there? Was it sort of an all in sort of a generalized medicine mm-hmm. type
2: of trip or, you know, tri- type of clinic? So the day we went to the clinics, they would have someone that would, they would come in and, and see the problem. They would go to see either their nutritionalist, a GYN doctor, General doctor, dentist, or they could go see all three, and then a the pharmacy. Okay. So they got a check. It was very organized. They got a checklist and they went around to all the different places they needed to go. So it was really, very organized. And they had follow up. Once we left, they had other the nurses that were there would follow up on stuff like hypertension and that. Oh okay. Okay. I have to say when we went to each village, they would be waiting for us. The community leader who was the head of that village would get them all together. They were all waiting for us. It was just really. Very moving.
0: So they were waiting for you guys to to like to open up, open set, the clinic set up, and set up the clinic. Oh wow, okay. They
2: were in different like centers, like community centers, yep. different places. So it was just they were all come. It was really very um nice and welcoming. They would clap for us and they would like it was bananas and it was just really just like they were so thankful. For-
1: and is this organization doing this like week by week? Like how does that? work? Like are they, is it something that happens like once a month? Is it something, you know, is this pretty, are they used to people coming in like that?
4: Yeah. Yeah. The organization has been around for over 15 years, probably closer to 18 years at this point. And they hire, they have nurses that work year round for MedLife and they do sort of the follow-up case management that's necessary for any patients that need to see like a specialist or have additional care treatment. But the communities that we went to, they're going to about monthly with volunteer groups like ours. So they're kind of like screening clinics. They're not necessarily they're not starting people on, you know, blood pressure meds or treating diabetes like right in the clinic. They're referring them, but they are screening for bigger concerns and doing some care there at the clinic specifically like the dental work or the OBGYN provider. And they're able to follow up on if someone had like an abnormal pap smear. So they can do that kind of follow up.
3: And some of these rural communities, this is the only medical care that they receive. And it sounded like since COVID, the government really hasn't been there for them, or at least that's what they expressed to us, is that the government kind of pulled out any sort of medical care that they were providing to these communities. So in a lot of cases, this was the only medical care these folks received.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we
3: even staffed a health clinic one day, like
4: there was a physical health center building and some staff there, but what they were explaining to us is that the the location exists, but it's not always well staffed or available, or there, there's a charge that they don't have insurance coverage to pay for. So these clinics are completely free and have no cost associated.
1: Wow. And so were you guys doing a lot of the screening? Were there What were kind of the particular things as nurses you were doing?
2: So when they came in and they were sort of finding out who they were going to see, we would do vital signs, all that stuff, and get away and all that stuff. And then they would go off to the clinics. And then we also staffed sort of like a pharmacy clinic where they, they would come back with the doctor's writing prescriptions. We would get those all I mean, basic medicine, nothing
0: very... So you wouldn't, like, be dressing wounds? Were you dressing wounds or seeing weird things like that? No.
4: Not really. You don't have to be a nurse, though, to volunteer Uh with this organization. And, in fact, most volunteers are not nurses. So, um, yeah, so you don't need to, like, have your nursing license reviewed By a board of nursing, like in some organizations, some volunteer work, you would have to provide like a nursing license, but we're not working as Uh nurses with the organization. Oh, okay. That's interesting. We're operationalizing a mobile health clinic. So anybody could volunteer to do that. Um, It is helpful to know how to take a set of vitals, but most of the time they have like students or other volunteers that are not necessarily nurses.
1: Which is nice for the students also Mm -hmm. to have that opportunity to kind of
0: Did it ever feel, were you ever feeling like things, you weren't safe or was any of it feeling risky?
3: No, it all felt very safe. Everybody was just so glad to have us
4: there. They're so grateful. These are pretty remote, like, or not super remote, but like small towns and communities where, like, people would chit, chit chat with us or, like, practice their English a little bit. And there were, like, families and kids and dogs.
0: And, yeah, it was
4: kind of, I don't know. Sometimes Ecuador almost reminded me of Vermont a little bit because there's so much yeah. farming.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. It's really uh, cool. It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was
2: great. We, we had a great come, time. And coming there is it's showing you not just throwing medicine at people, but you're mm-hmm. there just to see, help them, and they know that you, know, you care about them, not yeah. just throwing mm-hmm. stuff, saying, mm-hmm. here's this, here's that. You know, yeah. Showing up the yeah. part of it. Like I said, they would clap for us when we left and praise us, and just like, it was just really nice. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: We did have a patient come in um, with a COPD exacerbation who did have to be transported to the emergency department. And luckily that day, um, I was working with one of the, with the other, the other physician, but the one who had seen this patient who was working with Isha, our other ED nurse, they were able to go out to the patient, do some vital signs. Her SPO2 was like in the fifties or sixties. And the oxygen compressor was not working uh, at the clinic that day. And so they just transported her to the ED with the physician in a taxi. Oh, wow. um, we We received some follow-up from um, the organization a few weeks later when she was discharged home and there was a medlife nurse there with the patient and the family setting up home oxygen and they sent us photos and just follow-up about like that patient had been had received definitive care and had gotten you know discharged back and arrived home safely and that's not uncommon like the last time I volunteered with medlife we met a little boy who had a burn, hit like a burn contracture on his neck that needed to have a surgical release done. And so our group came back from the trip, fundraised the money to help support that surgery. And then we received an update after his surgery that to let us know that it had gone well and that he was recovering from it. So they wow. really do a good job with actually following up with patients and communities.
0: Wow, that's
1: so, so great. This is a general question, like What was everybody's favorite part of the trip?
3: I had a favorite. There was a, um, it was the first day we went, it was three days of mobile clinics, but the first day they were able to take some of us to the local school and we got to teach um, some of the local school kids how to brush their teeth. And so they were very excited. We all handed them out toothbrush and they all spoke Spanish. So we all had to learn a little Spanish on how to teach them how to brush their teeth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were so very excited to see us.
2: That's That's really cute yeah and the kids they always wanted to hug you take your picture with you and just it was just like we were a rock star <laughs> well I mean you're right it was, it was really like they were so happy to see us and the kids were just like just so loving and just so kind and
0: if people wanted to sign up to volunteer for this what how how can we how can we encourage that and how can they do that well, we haven't
4: started planning the twenty twenty-four trip yet, but while we were there, um, I think our group was already brainstorming like where would we want to come back to? And there is another location in Ecuador antenna, which is more in the Amazon rainforest. And so it's a different experience, a different community. And so that's kind of like tentatively what we're thinking about for twenty twenty four. Yeah, more to come on that. Like, I don't think that we have the full yep. details, but I was going to share my, my favorite part of the oh, trip was right. just seeing the experience through the lens of our our group. Like for me, it was my sixth time volunteering with MedLife. So I had done it before. It wasn't like totally new for me, but every single trip I've been on, it's been like a new awakening with a different aspect of what does this work mean to other people and What does it mean for me and how does this organization continue to sustain what it's doing and the partnerships with the communities? And I definitely have seen an evolution over the last 15 years of volunteering with them, of how they've grown and created these really lasting relationships. And then how that impact um, comes back home to Vermont. Like our group came back so inspired and they're already brainstorming, volunteering like specifically the open door clinic in Middlebury is something our group was really looking into. That's a free clinic for migrant farm workers that were that you do need to provide like your nursing license information and I don't know the frequency that it's opened, but we have brainstormed some ideas for volunteering locally and then continuing another trip every year hopefully. So when you
0: say when you say our group, what do you, what do you mean specifically? Our
4: volunteer group from UVMMC.
0: And so there is that seven-person group. Oh, okay. And is that that people that went this year? Okay, and that that changes every year, but or
4: this was the first ever trip of this kind for the hospital with this organization. Yeah, there have been other volunteer, like global health volunteer trips over the years. Um, Team Heart is one that goes to Rwanda, and they um, do valve surgeries, and um, that's typically been i c u nurses and then sometimes uh Miller three nurses will go, or some people from the o r like that's a pretty diverse group of providers, but it's you do have to have some connection to the cardiothoracic surgery, but field.
0: this was the first time for this group for this type of trip, get, yeah oh, okay,
4: for this type of trip, more community community health centered yep. more preventive yep. health community health a trip that could be beyond just nursing like we could. You know, and in fact, we actually wanted to have LNAs join too, and unfortunately, um, didn't have Elena's on our trip. But I'd love to have Elena's next year. I'd love to have a bigger group go. We did kind of keep it smaller with this first time because we wanted to be mindful of, of staffing. Like the hospital has been, had been really busy at that point. And so we talked about it keeping it as a smaller group, but you know, in the future it could possibly be bigger. Yeah. I was um, going to say,
1: I had never heard of, uh, or, you know, been here t- 10, 10, plus years and I hadn't heard of a program like this until mm-hmm. we got, got your email and I was like this is amazing like I wish you know I think there's a lot of people that were probably Mm -hmm. really interested in doing this and probably will be in the future so Mm -hmm. I think if uh, if there's a way to like grow or expand uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that would be wanted in, in the organization. And I think it's just a great way. Again, we can go back to like retention and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's just a great way to like, you know, use your skills and also feel like you're giving back in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Definitely like at our just there were some of the reflections that people shared in coming back from this trip. Like one one person shared just feeling really kind of burnt out with healthcare in general and not really knowing as a nurse like what I how you know what am i doing and how do i find joy and a sense of you know pride in my work as a nurse and then going on this trip actually helped them really reconnect with their sense of meaning and purpose even for me as a trip leader like i really felt the same thing like i felt that spark reignite mm-hmm. where i got to be part of something really significant and meaningful and i came back feeling that way too this was a really amazing trip we bonded a lot and um, we got to know each other we had fun we we supported communities. We supported a, you know, sustainable nonprofit that is making a difference in these communities. And um, we didn't talk about the development day yet, but we did a a development day project too. There were
3: lots of trees planted. I don't know how many more. It was a older gentleman that invited us onto his property on his land to grow some trees. And they told us that we were going to go out there and we were going to plant something And we didn't know what kind of land it was going to be. We showed up and we ended up having to walk quite a ways on a gravel road. And it was a hillside that was probably a 45 degree angle. It was pretty steep (laughs) slope. Um, And we all had a a line passing these trees from one person to the next. Mm -hmm. Um, And a couple of people had shovels and were digging holes. And we probably planted Close to fifty trees, I think? Wow. Guys, I think so, yeah. We oh kinda my
4: gosh. Had like a, yeah, we had a line going down the hillside just so yeah. people could stay in one spot and like hand the tree to the next person. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was very steep. That's super and cool. do you
1: know what that was for? Like was that to that I was that within it was to later,
4: sta- or I think it was to stabilize the soil and prevent erosion. Oh, that we makes had, sense. Yeah, there had been a landslide the week before we got there that was really devastating for a nearby community. And the soil is just not very stable. So I think that was part of it.
1: Yeah, because you guys were originally going to go somewhere else, right? And it kind of shifted in the and sort of quickly. Yeah,
4: yeah, we were going to go to um, Lima, Peru. And in November, December, they had they had (laughs) impeached their president. And so we made the decision to redirect the trip to Ecuador, which was a good decision. And I mean, I think Peru is is doing okay but we did make that decision pretty quickly and I'm glad we did because I think it it saved our group from having a trip possibly be canceled yeah so we can go to Peru in the future
0: right (laughs)
2: The other thing I liked about the trip was all the younger nurses that were in nursing school was very um inspiring to me because I felt like at the end of my career there were still people that are excited and so that got me excited (laughs) because just beginning their nursing groups and they were studying for exams. So it was very encouraging, encouraging yeah. to yeah. see the younger generation trying to do what I did, you know, many years ago. So it was really nice to see that it's, it, it's a full circle.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: That
4: right. was cool being with the students. I, and at one point, I think Isha and Anna were helping them study for their exam.
0: <laughs> that's the, that's great. The yeah, I mean,
3: we why a bus
4: ride.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we have uh, we have some nurses are gonna be nurses studying for the NCLEX on our floor, and I'm always here. like, <laughs> and the questions come up. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna be needed. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs>
0: we'll give you the answer, but you're never gonna need to know it again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> funny.
2: The other so thing that's... was we always had a dinner at the end of the day after long days and traveling and just getting to know people, their lives. It was just really nice because at a certain age for me you don't meet a lot of new people right so it was really nice to see people coming from all sorts of different um ways of getting getting into nursing But mm-hmm. I bet the food was great
4: yeah I thought the food was really good we stayed at a hotel and they had like nice dinner for us when we got back from our long days
1: yeah it must have gone so fast like, yeah, cause you yeah. seven days seems yeah. like you could probably have stayed a month. And then we like... didn't really have like <laughs> any. We didn't have any downtime. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible.
4: And even some of the evenings, like we had little education sessions, just reflecting on like what we were seeing and doing and learning. One day they integrated it into the day, but we had moments like that too. So we were either actively operating mobile clinics, planting trees doing a reality tour, learning about what we were doing and seeing, discussing it, reflecting. Um, and we did have an excursion day at the end, though, which was good. Yeah. Awesome. So we did go, go to a waterfall, which was really beautiful.
0: <laughs> we, um, we hope that you come back as you're planning 2024 and update us on, you know, the plans and stuff. It'll be great to hear about it.
4: Yeah, we'd definitely love to yeah. do that. We will probably start planning more towards, like, August, September, I'm guessing.
1: And do you think you, all of you, will go back? I mean, Cynthia, it sounds like you're you're in it for the long haul. Yeah, long. yeah. <laughs> I'm happy
4: to I'm happy to continue supporting this. I think it's going to be
1: a great opportunity for people to
4: continue volunteering and for more people to get involved. I'd love to go back. I will I say one of the things that I
3: really, yeah, I'd love to go back. I did realize, I think in coming back, one of the things that I reflected on is how we can also help our Local communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of work and volunteer work um, that if folks aren't able to be able to go on a trip to South America, that they might be able to do something locally here.
4: Both of them, I think, like the MedLife Med has this campaign called the MedLife Movement, which they try to inspire. You know, when you're there and you're doing the service trip in the moment, it's exciting and it's new, and you're in a different place, and you're, you know. You're you're excited, but then how does that translate to back home? And I think that is really important. And our group has brainstormed a few different ideas for projects. And so, as we plan something a little more concrete, we'd like to get more people involved in a local service project. I think that's a great idea.
1: Well, we appreciate you guys coming and sharing your experiences. Sounds like it just is very inspiring. And it's really inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think we'll like I said I think people will continue to want to do these things which I think is great we appreciate you all of you absolutely
4: for the (laughs) record like I would love for it to be a an even bigger group next year I was it was challenging to have to have to you know have a smaller group because normally when I've coordinated these kind of trips before we've just sort of said like oh whoever wants to join can join so having to keep it as a smaller group was hard so i'm going to be asking that question of like can we open it up and have it be a little bigger i definitely had people reaching out to me i had travelers i had um, people from non-nursing departments asking like can i go on the trip and i said i said well it's just nursing and i said well it's just committed hours you know it's our 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 like committed hours staff that are going on this trip but there was a lot of interest from different areas of the hospital so i definitely think that that'll be the case going into next year and last year our timeline for planning was very like short i mean we had approval in like november had an info session around thanksgiving and then one in middle of december but people had to like commit by the middle of january and almost buy plane tickets immediately so this year i'd like to get started more in august september and do info sessions earlier so that we have more time for planning because the logistics are big. It's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, we did have some financial support from the hospital to help reduce the cost of the trip fee. Now, I'm not sure if that can continue or not, but of course, I'll advocate for as much as we can, as much support as we can get, because the cost factor, it can be prohibitive for some people. Yeah. And I recognize that. So I want this to be like accessible to as many people as possible. So there are too. different ways of doing that, but we'll tr- sort of explore what we can do.
1: It'd be great too, like you could, if we could somehow create like community service hours so then you don't have to use CTO to go on the trip you know things like that which are an idea there are service hours
4: um but they're not paid service hours and that is a benefit for all employees that you can have a certain number of protected service days really Uh, yeah it's a benefit for all employees and it I thought it was eight days I think it's 10 days and they're like consecutive days so you can get you can get time. I'm to go, writing do that thing. down. Okay. It's in the benefits <laughs> guidebook. I can find it and send it to you. Cause I, I think I got the number of days wrong, but I think it's 10. I thought it was eight, but anyways, but it's not, they're not paid service days.
0: Right. Um, but it still protects your CTO, which is, I think a really cool thing.
4: Yeah. Well, and I wonder, you know, like maybe could it we're doing really significant like l- learning, education, clinic work. Could it be maybe considered education somewhat days. Co- conference yeah. time? Yeah, yeah something right. like that. So I'd like to explore maybe a little bit of conference time, a little bit of trip fee assistance, or work with the organization to see um, like the MedLife organization, can we fundraise towards part of our trip fee? Oh,
1: done that's different- a great idea too. Can yeah, we they open up the coffee... Things kiosk downstairs and staff it for yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be, oh, oh my god would that's such imagine? a good idea you,
3: you guys would make like we would volunteer <laughs> to staff yeah, the coffee yeah
1: <laughs> and then you can use whatever uh money that you raise so that would
0: be really cool that's I a
1: really good staff. idea did you just
0: come up with that off the top
3: of your head Oh, wow. Brilliant. (laughs) Great idea. Win, win, win. Win, win, win,
4: win. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, we'll brainstorm more of that stuff. But yeah, I'll probably collect our um, UVMMC group together and just sort of like debrief and think about, you know, what input they have in terms of moving it forward and maybe planning like a summer or fall local service opportunity. That's
1: great. That's great. So great yeah well thank you guys so much thank you guys so much yeah thank you you. appreciate you all right good to see your faces (laughs) yeah you too have a good afternoon all right take care Bye bye